Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that Niklas Hemlen and Mikhail Markain explained the new airspeed lineup? It is Saturday, November 30th, and here's a new episode of NSR Live Talk. And uh, this one will include first the NSR News update which comes daily at skyleak.com, the NSR website. And then it is followed by a live interview with Niklas and Mikhail that was recorded on November 27th. And um, the first part of it will explain the background um, about the recent speed changes and bring it back to mind what happened and why and then Nicholas and Mikhail will present this from their own perspective live in this conversation and before I begin with the update let me remind you that the NSR news can only do what has been done for a long time for free if there is support and the support, the support is very necessary and appreciated because the support from other sources in the sport is not as strong any longer as it used to be for many reasons that I don't want to elaborate at this point in time. We still have, there still is some support from Virtual USA and Performance Designs and randomly some other supporters, but the audience, you, who is listening, uh, are crucial in the survival and the continuation of the NSR news. And not only the NSR news, the NSR is a resource for scores, videos, and all kind of information. So please go ahead, go to the website at skyleak.com and donate, contribute to what you like to listen to or read. And um, there are links. And also here actually on, on the Anchor Podcasting host, there are links too for support of these shows here. Here we go. Again, did you know that Niklas Hemland and Nikhil Marken explained the new airspeed lineup? The new Arizona Airspeed 4-Way team has recently received a lot of attention together with the changes in the Airspeed 68 lineup. Niklas Hemlen and Mikael Markain train and compete with both teams until the FAI World Championship of Formation Skydiving 2020 and have a very busy year ahead of them. Airspeed XB8 has scheduled enough time to get up to 1,000 training jumps completed before the main event next year. Niklas Hemlen and Mikael Markain will add another 500 training jumps in four-way for the new lineup to this total. They took the time on Wednesday for a new NSR Live Talk conversation and recalled the events that led up to the new Airspeed 4-way lineup. The logic behind the recent moves in 4-way and 8-way has been discussed and confirmed by several members of both teams. 
main goal was to strengthen both U.S. national teams before traveling to Tanai in Russia next year. After Steve Lefkowitz and Andrew Hepik's withdrawal from eight-way training and competition, the STC Rhythm XP STC Rhythm XP will have enough time to focus only on four-way, where the competition for the three sets of FAI medals would be tough enough. This is not different in eight-way, where XP8 need the strongest available lineup and enough training to have a chance and finish in the top spot. Airspeed's four-way situation is different as the team has to sit out the next world meet. Even though Niklas and Mikhail will compete in eight-way, where a battle for gold medals is also new for both of them. Airspeed XP8 have highly experienced eight-way competitors and eight-way world champions in the lineup with Kirk Werner, Matt Davidson and Brian Krause. However, the majority in the lineup have not competed for FAI eight-way medals in their formation skydiving competition career. Michel Caramon, Gina Billings, John Denanzio, Niklas Semlen, Michael Markain. Russia's and Qatar's eight-way teams who won silver and bronze in Australia 2018 both have more world meet experiences. At the same time, Niklas Hemlin and Mikael Markain have to rebuild their four-way team. They said that the long-term commitment was probably the biggest factor in the selection of the new team members. The chart of the airspeed lineups since the team project was launched in 1994 is showing that the time periods of the different lineups together has become significantly shorter compared to the most successful original lineup, Kirk Werner, Mark Kirkby, Dan BC, Jack Jeffries. Niklas Hemlen and Mikael Markheim are aware of this history, which is the reason why the long-term commitment is so important. The original Airspeed lineup completed six years together, and Airspeed Odyssey, Ileana Rodriguez, Greg Girard, and Nidalk had their six year period as well two years with Brian Johnson, and four more years with original member Mark Kirkby in the tail slot. Then the time periods changed, and two years was the longest time for the same airspeed lineup between 2011 and 2019. It was almost a miracle how the two years of the 2011-2012 lineup produced four-way gold medals for Nicholas Hamlin, Thomas Hughes, Josh Hall and Mark Kirkby with Bill Schmitz on camera. Nicholas Hamlin and Mikael Markain are ready to keep the new lineup together as long as possible. They know that this will be necessary to win back the US top spot and get anywhere close to NMP BCH Hayabusa. Arizona Airspeed's new four-way team is also still working on the slot assignments. It is a fact that Niklas Hemlin and Mikael Markain will not be in the same piece, even though Joey Marshall, Point and Christopher Kuhlmann outside center have been together in the front piece since the beginnings of Ranch second generation. Airspeed has experiences with switching slots and scrambling the lineups and 
until they find the best combination. The starting point for the first four-way training camp next week will have Niklas Hemlin and Nikan Markan in their current slots as well as Joey Marshall. Chris Kuhlmann switches from outside center to inside center. That is for now. All right, so that was uh, the official update from November 27, 2019. And the, the story on the website at skyleak.com includes, of course, as usual, photos and additional information like the video. And um, in this case, there's also a chart which is showing all the ESP lineups between 1994 and 2020. That is always interesting for me, at least to follow this, because it shows changes and you know brings the history of each team franchise um, back. And um, we don't have that for each team, but for the teams with longer with longer histories, um, it is in very interesting information. The first lineup of the original um, Arizona Airspeed team, they started in 1994. Jack Kirk, Dan Mark, John Lemming on camera first, then Steve Novak. They were a combination of West Coast, East Coast after they didn't, um, couldn't beat the French tag team for several years um, and they were while they were fighting each other actually in the United States and they joined forces and from then on won everything that there was to win in the USA they won the national championships in all those six years the USPA nationals and then they won two gold medals at World Championships and then eventually placed second in 1999, which was the last year. That's when the French team won again. Then between 2000 and 2003, the next lineup that um, the article mentioned was with John Eagle, Craig Sherrod, Neil Houston, Mark Kirkby. Actually, it wasn't mentioned, but this was uh, the next lineup, only Mark Kirkby was back. And that was the airspeed vertical. They stayed together for four years. Then there was one year in 2004 when, when um, it was only a one year commitment and uh, the team didn't go to the world championship, didn't win the nationals. That was, I think, D-Land Magic by then who had taken, um, taken over. And in 2003, before Airspeed came back with the Odyssey lineup, that was with Eliana Rodriguez, Craig Girard, Andy Dirk, and Brian Johnson for the first two years. And then Mark Kirkby taking Brian Johnson's pay slot back in 2007. So Mark Kirkby was actually the tail from. 1994 until 2010, interrupted only by three years. I think that was the time when he was with Team Fast Tracks and with another player coach team. 
that produced um, Natasha Montgomery, um, world champion would be Land Fire in 2000. Anyhow, so Odyssey together for six years as well, with two years Brian Johnson, four years Mark Kirkby. And then, as the article also mentioned, then from the, the time periods became much shorter. 2011-2012 was with Josh Hall, Thomas Hughes, Nicholas Hemlin, Mark Kirby again in the lineup. That team was extremely successful in a very sh in only in those two years only. Because I won the World Championship in 2012, Dubai, after only two years. And um, some people may remember that dramatic finish, one point ahead of NMP. ECH Hayabusa with that penalty in the very last second of the very last jump. Dennis Prate missed one of the side body donut grips and uh, which would have been the, the missing point for a jump off situation. So extremely dramatic in 2012, but that was the end of this two year lineup. And then that was followed by by Tiago Gomez, Thomas Hughes, Chris Farina, Mark Kirkby. Also, again, only for two years, they won the USPA Nationals. Mark Kirkby, you know, again, remarkably still um, back in this lineup, recruited three new people. And they placed the second then in 2014 when Hayabusa won their first. World Championship first gold medal with a pretty good distance actually. And then it became even shorter. So those two years, first two years, 2011, 2012 with the gold medal, then 2013, 2014 with um, the silver medal at the world meet. And then uh, 2015, the lineup lasted only one year. That was Nicholas Hamlin, Thomas Hughes, Chris Farina, Thiago Gomez. And that was replaced by the 2016 lineup where Mikael Markain joined the team for the first time together with Niklas Hemlin, Thiago Gomez, and Thomas Hughes was still in that lineup. They also placed second at the World Meet in 2016, and then Thomas Hughes left the team. And a new lineup was formed. This time it was the one that competed last year in Australia with Ari Perelman, Nicholas Hemlin, Thiago, and Mikhail, David French on camera. And uh, we all know that Ari then discontinued um, this year in May. So that was again only a two year team. And then in 2019, we had Matt Davidson replacing Ari, so we also know that this was only for this year and that ESP needed a new member when Thiago Gomez would leave after the World Cup in 2019. And now we are again with a new lineup, which is now Joey Marshall, Christopher Kuhlmann, Nicholas Hemlin, Mikael Markheim. And this whole recent history of Arizona Airspeed's lineups is a reason 
why Nicholas and Mikael fully know and put so much um, priority on the time commitment for the new team. Um, the article elaborates, you know, explains that a little bit, but the conversation with Nicholas and Mikael, the returning members, um, explain a little bit more about this and why it is and why it is so important that time commitment and the future of, of this new lineup matters. So here we go. Um, next next um, next part of this episode of NSL Talk um, podcast is the a copy of the, the recording of the live uh, conversation with Nicholas and Marcus. So enjoy it and. Um, please, again, keep in mind to support what the NSRNS is doing. It is desperately needed and, uh, and greatly appreciated. Go to the NSR website, contribute, help, so that this kind of information will be available in the future as well. Thank you for your attention. Have a good day. Here are Nicholas and Mikhail on November 27. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Markain, Nicholas Hemlin, welcome to the next NSL talk. <laughs> we're never going away. <laughs> if we're going to sit here airspeed 2030, we're going to be like, hey everybody, <laughs> we got a new lineup. <laughs> oh man, I don't know where to start. There are millions of things to talk about, but um, I, I know the last time we talked after the Nationals, right? When it was all over, um, it was a little sad. It wasn't even dry, and you uh, you forced us into an interview. So <laughs> I'm so sorry, but it's the best time to make an interview. I need drama, That's drama. Right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get any drama of the interview because you took it well collected. In fact, so how do you feel now, like a, a month later, and you know? Well, you are going to the world championship now. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, the U.S. Nationals, uh, a lot of drama. Congrats to Rhythm. Um, you know, great performance by them. Uh, we had some really good skydives, but uh, it was a sad ending, you know, for us. Uh, Matt did awesome. Um, and then at the World Cup, we got a rematch. And uh, we still had mistakes at the World Cup, but they, we were a lot more consistent than from uh, nationals. So the World Cup ended up uh, uh, really good for us. Uh, and then um, in, in the midst of nationals and the World Cup, uh, XPA was in a situation where they realized that uh, Rhythm would have to do both. And they uh, uh, asked us if we wanted to possibly do eight way. And uh, because um, they wanted to be 100% focused on winning uh, the gold uh, in eight way. And they felt it was at a disadvantage for someone to focus on two disciplines. So that being their stance, they asked us, and uh, we thought about it, spoke to uh, Scott of Arizona about it. And uh, there were some negotiations between, you know, the Hills and the uh, Denuncios. And then uh, we all struck an agreement, and here we are. Yeah. Yep. Well, the um, Matt came into play. You know, it wasn't only you and Mikael. Um, you know, Matt uh, came later. There were actually only two slots. You know, Janet and uh, and Andrew. 
uh, sorry, Steve and Andrew. So more happened. Yeah, I mean, it, as far I, I cannot speak for me, I told uh, them that uh, it's, uh, it's uh, I told the XPA, there's all of us and none of us uh, at the time, you know, because uh, I was going to pick my team apart. Because as you all know, we have a forward team to focus on to rebuild. And uh, I'm not going to take half of my team to do eight way. And then, uh, so I'm going to take my whole team or none of my team. And uh, that was what was on the table. And then the XP. Uh, then asked Chris Kuhlman to uh, RTG, uh, one of our new team members on the four-way, asked him to take an alternate slot, and he uh, very uh, uh, much so bowed out because he wants the best chance for his eight-way team to win, you know. And he realized uh, that uh, Mikhail flying in his slot is going to be a better chance for that eight-way team, you know. Mm. And um, Matt is not weakening the eight-way team, um, as we all know. He's one of the most successful eight-way competitors in, in the world. So justification for um, such a move is there no matter what anyway, you know, yeah. wherever the, the reasoning is coming from. Um, but now we are, we are at the next topic already, which is R2G. <clears throat> Naturally, because we had, gosh, I mean, R2G members are... Well, they have not been the farm team officially for ESPD yet. They haven't been the farm team for anybody. So how did this all uh, happen? I know I, you and I, Nick, we had this conversation, I think, at the World Cup, you know, who uh, would be the candidates for, for ESPD's new forward team. And I remember that we had, we talked about the R2G members. We talked about everybody. Except for Gina was not in the trial. So why not? Well, actually, you know, all three, uh, um, your lovely um, um, spouse, Michelle and uh, Joey and, and Christopher, um, they were all in the tryout procedure, but not Gina. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, can't, we, can't really, we can't really speak about, you know, why we put people on the list, take people off the list, or, or how we make our final decisions. Okay, I take that back. Then yeah. who, who was on the list, actually, on the official candidate list? I mean, uh, was, did you try out other people? It was, it was, uh, it was, we had four people. Um, okay. With R2G and, and uh, of course, we, we had to ser uh, very seriously consider uh, staying with Matt. Right. So we had four great candidates for two slots, you know, yeah. a very challenging uh, uh, place to be. Yeah. But and uh, now, you know, a good problem to have at the same time. Absolutely. I mean, the, the problem, you know, it's always a good problem that ESPD has because you were never short of high caliber candidates, as far as I know. Now, you know that <laughs> from, from your own history. So now we have all R2G members um, in the US delegation. We have no, that's not true. Not for yeah, 2020. Yeah. We have only, we have only um, Gina and Michelle for 2020 and then Christopher and Joey for whatever comes next. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's the thing. It's like um, what we, um, I mean, now we ended up being that Michelle and I do an A-way. Matt is doing A-way. And so we, uh, um, we considered all these four people very uh, fairly. We jumped at them all. Uh, and we considered everything we could. And in the end of the day, there's a lot of uh, 
a lot of things played in. But for us, the Equity team is uh, just for 2020, for right now, you know. And so uh, the priority for the 2020 season is the Equity. And then on this, uh, the second to that is rebuilding a four-way team. And uh, so uh, both Michelle and Matt, who were on the tryouts for uh, joining the Airspeed four-way team, uh, it's better if they stay 100% focused on the eight-way. And then Mikhail and I are also going to stay 100% focused on the eight-way, but then we're also going to dedicate quite a lot of time to rebuilding this four-way team. And that's what it comes down to, you know. Uh, we, uh, Mikhail and I walk a very fine line not to dilute the four-way or the eight-way. And uh, us being the senior members of Airspeed, we can do that. We have the focus, the experience, and the skill to do it. And we didn't want to necessarily intertwine the two in the future more than that. So keeping the four-way and eight-way separate, except for the two of us, I think strategically played a role and I think is very good for us. And because anyone joining the four-way team, whether it was Matt, whether it was Michelle, Chris, or Joey, or anyone else, it's a transition. Uh, geographically move it out here to, uh, you know, uh, changing your lives. Uh, some of these people have real jobs. They now have to uh, find a way to make money in, in the airspeed way in the community. Uh, just moving here uh, and then getting used to all the ins and outs of being an airspeed member. So, and we wanted those two people to be 100% focused on that more so than, you know, uh, do anything else. And, and that was just one of the, uh, uh, the aspects of our decision-making, you know. We also, uh, both Mikel and I have been on the team for a long time. And we also thinking about the future, uh, you know, who's, who's, because uh, um, someone is going to have to take over this team from the two of us when we're done. And who, who is that, you know? So uh, it wasn't an easy decision, but uh, we feel it was definitely the right decision we made. So. But who knows, in 30 years, you may still be sitting here talking to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Hang in there. It's fun. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> hey, hey, careful now, right? <laughs> hey, in, an interesting part of that is with that um, eight-way decision um, with um, Steve and, and Andrew now focusing only on four-way um, and you stepping in. I mean, on one hand, you are strengthening the eight-way team, <laughs> but on the other hand, you're weakening the SP chances to um, to compete with Rhythm because Rhythm now will make a thousand jumps next year, probably until next year. You have a completely new lineup. And um, so uh, at this point in time, you're putting yourself a little bit back and, and Rhythm far ahead, you know, as of training efforts and time together and blah, blah, blah. So, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's completely natural. Um, I think, um, uh, it would be irresponsible for us to focus solely on one year at a time. Um, you're right in that, in that come Nationals 2020, uh, we're at a significant disadvantage because of the new team that we have. However, uh, the long-term potential um, of this lineup is, is unlimited in our, in our eyes. Um, there are many factors that go into decision-making like this, but um, the biggest component of it all is do we have the people to win? Okay. The whether it's three years from now, whether it's five years from now,
do we have the right people? And with this lineup, the, the new lineup with Chris and Joey, we absolutely believe so. so. And, How and long then, do you think? The other thing too, it's like, <clears throat> so if you play out the scenarios, which we did, hey, we won nationals, Rhythm took second, they're doing eight team, we're doing a okay. forward team. So who would go to uh, the world meet? And possibly at the time, if we won, we would have taken both Tiago and Matt to the world meet, you know? And now you're working on a lineup that's not gonna continue past Russia. So then you would have to start up with a new lineup anyways for 2021. So the way we see it is that we would have, uh, we gained a year. We gained a year on a new four-way because now 2021, that four-way team would have been new. Now that four-way team is new in 2020. And we're planning on doing five to six hundred jumps with that team, the four-way team. Yeah, and a thousand uh, jumps with eight-way, and then another five hundred in four-way. <laughs> yeah, Full play. that's what I'm saying. It's so like very little income next year. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also what we're saying that we didn't want those new guys to focus both four-way and eight-way. That was part of the calculations. Uh, there was many, many other things we discussed. But uh, in in uh, in the context uh, with this conversation. Uh, that's what we decided on. So as far as we see it, we gained a year, you know, and Mikhail and I still get to go to a world meet, uh, you know, as, uh, and, and focus on Aikway. Uh, incredibly fun with that team, uh, you know, between BK, Matt, and, and, and Kirk, some tremendous Aikway knowledge. And then with John, Michelle, and everyone else on the team, Gina, uh, it's, it's a lot of talent, you know? Yeah, and Michelle... And so, and Michelle. So, you know, it's uh, when you join a team like that, you just have to show up and train and do the best you can every day. Uh, you're not really building a team from scratch because everyone is so talented and so driven and so good. It's, it's, a main, uh, it's, it's uh, very little maintenance, you know. And then we can spend all that extra energy that we have over, <laughs> fumes in the tank, to rebuild our four-way team. So have you see it, uh, we're in a win-win situation here, the way we see it. Yeah, and then there are a lot of first times for a lot of people there. You know, you, you haven't won an eight-way world championship yet. Now, Mika, not in any way, and, and others. So the only people who have won a world championship before are BK and, and uh, you know, BK, Matt, and Kirk, right? So everybody else is new to yeah. competing on the top level in eight-way. And this is something that really excites us because... Um, even though we haven't had a shot at the, the A-Way title uh, or, or focused on it, um, to be frank, uh, we are taking that, that airspeed jet fuel and injecting into the team. And of course, there's plenty of jet fuel on the team already, uh, but <laughs> the passion and the energy and, and our own insights into how we want to fly onto that A-Way team. So we're very excited about it. Yeah, and you need that. You got work to do there. There's Russia, there's uh, France, you know, with top um, lineups, top performances. So, well, good luck with that. Let's quickly, let's, um, before I let you go, um, let's talk about slots. That's an interesting situation now with, uh, you know, with your new airspeed lineup. I don't know, um, you have jumped. I'm sure, you, I mean, you have jumped together, right? Have you? Mm -hmm. uh, the whole lineup? Mm -hmm. For training I mean, or in the uh, No, uh, our first training day is Monday, December 2nd. Um, we just come on Monday, so we're going to jump for three days, and then we're going to do the tunnel for four days. So our first training week is coming up already. And uh, slots, uh, you talk about slots. Um, we're going to put Mikhail on camera. 
and then uh, <laughs> we, uh, we considered uh, two different things. Um, Joey and Chris are in the front piece on R2G, so why don't we move me into the inside center slot and then Mikhail and I be the back piece, then be the front piece. Now, if we wanted to win nationals in uh, this year, that's what we would do. But splitting, uh, <clears throat> splitting uh, the experience up into all the experience and all the in the back piece, we think would be, as of right now, uh, a disadvantage. Short term, it would probably make us better, but long term, I don't think it would be as good because you have all the experience and, and in the back piece. So we decided and you and to. Mikhail, you would fight all the time anyway. You, know, you, you hate each other. And so you were together in the rear piece, a disaster. <laughs> we would be so busy <laughs> fighting. <in football. laughs> we wouldn't score any points. All right. And, so smart move, smart move. And then the other one is uh, move Chris Kuhlman into the inside center slot, keep Joey in point, me outside center, him tail. And that's kind of what uh, Craig uh, and Mark did with Andy and Eliana, right, in 2006 and seven when they uh, uh, started a new airspeed team. Uh, they kind of trapped uh, the new guys in between the two experienced. So uh, we jumped that, and we feel like that right now is the best choice, you know, to, to uh, keep me as an outside center with all the experience I have. And we're then going to trap Chris between uh, Mikhail and I, and then we're gonna have Joey a point, which Joey has a lot of experience as, uh, as point. But uh, that's what we feel is best. And um, Chris has proven himself uh, in, uh, in ways, uh, picking up the eight-way slot so quickly on the XP8. Um, and also when we flew with him in the tunnel, uh, very intuitively picking up uh, small nuances of the slot by just some feedback on the fly. So we feel like, uh, you know, he's very uh, talented and he absorbs anything new. And he's already in that mindset coming off of eight way that uh, him picking up a new slot. Remember, I picked up the new slot with airspeed in 2010 and 11 and 12, right? So I know all about picking up the slot and, and then winning. So uh, we feel like that's the best decision. Yeah, but, but what I'm wondering, and this, the question is evident, you know, the, the question will come up naturally, and you've been asked probably hundreds of times already. You, you had an um, inside center in, you know, one of your candidates, Michelle, is an inside center. Mm -hmm. And so she has that. So you could have kept your outside center slot with Joey as a student point, and Michael and Michelle would have been, I mean, wasn't that kind of the, the closest or the, the most logical uh, choice? Yeah, it, it was for sure a, a very uh, vivid option. Um, like I said, all four candidates, we, we effectively had four perfect candidates. Interviews, flying, it's like, okay, so we have four people. How do we, how do we make this decision? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's another thing. You just mentioned a few examples, uh, Nicholas, you know, what, uh, when you changed the lineup, uh, the slots um, before 2012. I mean, 2011. Um, you had another most recent um, example when when you put uh, Tiago from tail to inside center mm -hmm. to bring the experience into it. Um, wouldn't that be an option also? Bring bring uh, Mikael into the center for the experience, and you and Mikael in the center, and then Christopher tail instead of um, inside center. 
Yeah, that would be an option for sure. Uh, and uh, I think you and I talked uh, over the phone the other day and you brought it to my attention. I hadn't really thought about it. Uh, but, you know, that's something that we can try out for sure, you know. It worked well with Tiago, you know, yeah. to my yeah. own. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Tiago also is Mikel used to be tailed on rhythm, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, Mikel used to be tailed on rhythm and then we put him in the point slot. Very similar to what happened to Tiago, right? Tiago uh, joined airspin and became point, mm -hmm. and he was tail on rhythm, and then he got his tail slot back. So, in the end of the day, you know, um, that situation is different than this situation. So, you have to weigh all the ins and outs. But, um, uh, you know, we make decisions the best we know how and what we think is right for us. And uh, we are using all the previous uh, experiences to help us make those decisions. But, and it goes from picking new team members to picking slots to uh, whatever, right? And uh, so, yeah, I mean, right now we have uh, what we think is the best assigned slots. But, you know, we're definitely going to try other things when we're training. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing is in stone anyway, except it looks like we have the pieces basically... The pieces are set, the slots maybe, um, you know, not 100%. Well, it looks like Joey and you, that seems to be in stone too. Right? I've flown with Joey, I've flown with Chris in the front piece. And uh, they both feel great. Uh, I flew, flew with Matt in the front piece, Flea's great. I flew with Michelle, uh, she was in the center and tail. You know, she's done a lot of flying with us before, mm -hmm. she felt great. So like uh, Mikael said, there's a lot of good skydivers there, you know. Would, and ultimately, would, uh, you know, uh, what made the decision is what you all see is we just made it. And uh, we feel like we made the right decision. But, hey, who knows? Uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? So Decision after the upcoming, at the end of the upcoming camp? Or is that kind of about the time where you may feel like, okay, that's probably what we're going to do? Or is it still an open? No, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, right now, uh, and I'm just brainstorming here based on your question that uh, from my end, it hasn't really been thought through. So don't hold me accountable to any of this. Uh, yeah, we're going to try uh, We're going to try Chris on the tail and see how Mikael does on, uh, uh, see how Mikael does an inside center slide. Send the videos. We're going to see that anyways, right? We're going to see that anyways. We're going to see Chris in the tail and Mikael in the inside center slide. So we'll see. So what are the competition plans? Where, when, and where are we going to see uh, the new airspeed lineup in action first? Probably at Paraclete? Uh, Spain, actually. We're going to the Wind Games. Wind Games, Wind Games, and then uh, Paraclete, and then Shamrock. You cannot miss the Shamrock again, I guess. Um, We're going to everything but the Shamrock, actually. <laughs> really? Why is that? Everybody is here this year or next year. I know. We're training with the A-way team. So, in in uh, in Rayford? Uh, I don't know. Um, I can't remember it. Well, that would change because the the Paraclete Eightway team has to come because France and Russia will be here. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want, uh, if you yeah. want to have a serious competition with uh, with your Eightway um, opponents, uh, there is no way out of, out of it. Yeah. Well, uh, this is new information for me. Uh, like I've been so busy rebuilding a team. <laughs> Whatever happens out there in the world is that's on the world. I'm like, I'm running like ah, trying to do my eight way, four way stuff. But uh, we wanted to come to the Shamrock, but uh, based on eight way training and four way training and organizing and coaching 
uh, we couldn't make everyone happy and we had to cut something. So right now, we're not doing the shamrock because of the eight-way schedule. Um, and uh, that's it. But we're making all the other competitions. Um, so it's, uh, it is what it is for right now. But if we hear that uh, eight-way, both the Russians and the French are going, maybe we'll go. But uh, they have already been right listening. Now, this is brand new information to me. If you went a little bit more frequently to the NSR website, you would know all that. So if I were you and you never know what's going on, I would just take five minutes every day. I think this interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. No, seriously, they have been listed there on the on the Shamrock page already for a while, and so it's it's public knowledge now that they yeah. will come. Hey, dude, uh, if you want uh, a look into our lives, uh, we've been strapped uh, <laughs> no, to the front no, of our thank truck, you. Uh, driven through a cornfield. <laughs> no, I stay where I am. I stay where <laughs> I applied for your for your video slot though, but when David said that he stays for another year, you know my. That didn't work either. So I, I stay where I am. I do what I do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we love David too much. Exactly. All right, guys. I let you go now. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you. And, um, and uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you. And Chris. the official the official NSL talk is over now.